It really is all about creating conversations. Arrow.net, A-R-R-O-E.net. We are unplugged and totally uncut with Joe Marie Payton. Good morning, Arrow, but I got to ask you about this name real quick. I don't want to take up your time, but <laughs> who gave you the name Arrow? Well, it was one of the, it was one of those things. It was back in 1981. I was up in Lewistown, Montana, and we were trying to create a character for my first wife's book, and I, I said Arrow. I think that Arrow would be a cool name, and and so uh, she came up with the spelling of it, and and so I thought, you know what? When I when I go back into uh, and do bigger markets of radio, I'm going to go in as an arrow. I love it. I love it. Straight to the point. I love it. Well, we got to talk about your name, Joe Marie. I mean, because those are two words that don't that usually you don't see. You know what? You're absolutely right. I'm going to tell you real quick how it came about. I was going to change it in 1977. When I became SAG, I went down and you could change the name. I was going to change it. But I wanted to ask my mom first if she was okay with it. And she started crying and said, no, why do you want to change your name? I gave you that name. That name is special. And she said, what are you going to change it to? I said, just one name, Peyton. And she said, no, please, Joe Marie, don't change your name. So I left. I went back to work. And I had like a uh, Spanish um, uh, godmother. Her name was Lydia Hernandez. And when I got back, she said, Miha, what's the matter? She, I was so sad. She said, what's the matter? I said, well, I wanted to change my name. I said, but my mother was so upset. She told me not to change my name. I never liked my name. She said, Miha, why would you want to do that? If I had thought of that name, I would have named my daughter Yolanda that name. She said, do you know how special your name is? Your mother named you after Jesus' mother and father, Joe Marie for <laughs> Joseph and Mary. I fell in love with it. I've been in love with it ever since. Oh, my God. And you're so right about that, about the name change, because when I changed it, I did break my mother's heart. And that and to this day, I still yes. feel the pain because I wouldn't wouldn't go back. But but, you know, during during the pandemic, though, I went and got an essential job on the on the front line. And so and I, 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 I call myself by my real name there. And it feels weird for people to to call me by my real name. Why, what is your real name? I'm curious. It's Clarence. Hi, <laughs> Clarence. Okay, <laughs> but I love Clarence too. Oh, I love that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. You know, the proud fam- family, louder and prouder. You really do bring the energy, don't you, to Disney Plus? Thank you. I will. I try. I, I try to just keep Sugar Mama and <laughs> and and the family Penny and and Bobby and everybody real. Excited and, and interesting. <laughs> now, now, speak, speaking of interesting, the, the the latest episode dives into your background. I mean, when, so I mean, when when even though you're playing a role, what is it like when the cameras go into the background of your character? You know something? You guys are in for a big surprise. You know, you're going to learn some things about Sugar Mama that you didn't know. Uh, I, I I don't want to tell you because I don't want to spoil it for you, but you're going to be real surprised that that. Um, what made her the way she is and and how she is and you're gonna love her even more behind it well we, it's, it's real special don't don't you think that we learn from from sugar mama and everything else that takes place on the proud family because i mean is one of the reasons why i love tuning in is because i can relate and i do i sit there with a writing instrument and i'll take notes uh-huh yes you know, because you know something, because they're so genuine. They're so yep. genuine and they're genuine but also they're a family that's stuck like glue no matter what, through the craziness, through the, through the discipline, through the, uh, the experiments of, of trying to succeed, uh, through Penny's growth and navigation through her, her age right now. It's, it's just a lot of the Bobby and his craziness and all everything. There's still that family that you, that you love, that you, that you want to be a part of, you know, and that's the magic of it for me. You, you got the grandma 
kind of tell you what to do. You got the daddy <laughs> screaming, telling you what you can't do. You got the babies running around. You know, <laughs> you got the mama who's stable, Trudy, and it's just wonderful. I enjoy it myself, and that's the truth. I enjoy it the actual show myself. Well, what I love about it is like when you said with, with the grandma being there and everything like that, because in this modern day world since the pandemic, I'm seeing a lot of grandparents with their grandkids out there in the real world sharing those moments of togetherness. You know, and, and I'm loving it. You know what? There's an organization here in Miami where I am, a grandparents raising grandchildren yeah. that uh, I had an affiliation with. I actually tried to win some money for them on CHOP, you know, and all because the organization needed it so much. But you know what? When I was a keynote speaker, I told them, listen, I'm not just here just in support of you. I understand where you're coming from because I'm a grandparent also helping to raise a grandchild. My grandchild at the time that she was born, I cut that in bill of board because her father was imprisoned. So I was helping my my daughter raised my granddaughter, so I can relate to, to a lot of these situations. My granddaughter right now is almost 14 years old, so she's around the same age that Penny is. And her friends are like Penny's friends, so I'm living, I'm art, art imitating life for me, yep. you know? Yeah. I, I just happen to be thankful that God made me a strong person and I can nav- navigate through life with whatever situation is thrown at me. I'm, I'm dealing with whatever season there is, that's the season I'm in. Don't you love those you moments? Know? And that's what I... Don't don't you love those moments though yeah. with, with you with your grandkids in the way that you know they're they're about ready to do something they shouldn't and you catch them and they look at you and say how did you know I was going to do this and it's like I, I was once a kid it wasn't that long ago absolutely and also when you can tell them something or you can chastise them over without even touching them and you see that tear drop from their eye yeah that's magic yep. that means you touch their soul and if you plant a seed like my mother said you plant a seed you plant a seed in a kid right. They can go out and do all kinds of things, but they'll come back. They'll come back, one, because they'll remember. It's like a muscle. They'll remember. And the heart is a muscle. They'll remember, and they'll come back. Yeah. I, I just love the moments. And, and one of the things they never taught us in school about having grandkids is that they're, when, when you're with your grandkids, there's a special feeling. And it's like, I want it more. I got to have it. I've gotta, I crave Ooh. being with those kids. It's a mess. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's the same relationship that Sugar Mama has with Penny. Penny can do no wrong. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Even when she's wrong, she can do no wrong. But Sugar Mama gonna find a way to make her know that it was. <laughs> so is, that it was do, what you did was not right. Do you learn from Sugar Mama? Is, are, are there lessons in those scripts in those manuscripts that you go, dang? I I, I never thought about this one. You know what? I, I, if I were younger, I would probably say that, but at the age of 72, yeah. no, because there's been so much, and because, like I said, I was raised in a large family, and my mom raised them all, all of us from the time I was 11 and going on 12 years old by herself. So I took on the role as a parent, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was the second oldest out of that nine. And uh, so it's like I've always been somebody's parent. And it doesn't bother me as long as they turn out good. It doesn't bother me if they turn out bad. Because my mother used to always say, you know what? She was, my mother told me when I left home, I was 24 going on 25 with a touring company out of uh, Miami. I got my uh, union card. I was equity, stage actress. And my mother said, remember, you can always come back home, she said. And whatever we can't, uh, whatever we can't fix, we'll learn to deal with it. But you can always come back home. And so that's what I, I live with, and that's what I try to give my daughter and anybody else. You, know, you can always go back home, always put yourself in a position to know that you can always go back home, and home is where the heart is. It's where yeah. people love you and care about you, and all. And you should always feel safe. There it should be a safe place for you. And that's why I guess I never felt lost, because I knew I could always go back home. There was always somebody that was going to, you know, open their heart 
or the hand of the house to me. I, I knew it would always be somebody like that. You know, you, you talk about being on that live stage. That's got to be the reason why I always feel like there's a lot of spontaneity inside the vibration of your of your role. It's, it's like you're living it in that moment like you can see that live audience off that stage. It's my first love. It's actually my first love. If I was out there on a the stage by myself, my, by myself, I'm sorry, I still could imagine there were 15 people out there and I could relate to all of them. It's yep. what I love. It's my element. It's what I do. You know, it's what I think God put me here to do. And I'm happy about it. And I hope I can do it until I'm 102 with good sense. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm glad that you said that because I'm a firm believer that we're living in an age where we need to drop the four walls of the church and get out there on those real streets and, and affect those people's lives. Yes. Because they're seeking and, right. we, and we need to share what, what, what they're seeking. That's right. You know, my mother would say, you, you spoke about church. My mother would say, you know what? I Because I'm, a, I'm the type of person, I left my mother a couple times at church because the service went on too long. Yeah. And I said, Mom, I don't, need, I don't need to stay there long enough to help the minister pray for the sins that he's committed. And all. I can go in there in two seconds to pray for what I did. And all. But, but she would say, you know what? Sometimes they stay in there praying so long, you don't get a chance to go out there and practice what they preach. That's and that's right. the truth, you know? That, that's but we so do need to go out. Yeah, when they say preaching to the choir, yeah, they sit up talking to a whole bunch of good people in church and they need to go out there talking to some of the troubled people outside. I don't want to say bad, I want to say trouble. Yep. And uh, disturbed people, you know, outside. Yep. They're the ones that need that. Oh, yeah, because the way I always envision it is that, you know, once we leave that church, there's Jesus at the door and we're all going to, to uh, you know, an early lunch. It's like, well, Jesus, you want to come along? You know, you know, it's like, okay, well, thanks. Thanks for inviting me. Why didn't you invite me when you were at the door with me? <laughs> That's it. That's it. But you, but, you, but you know what, Arrow? I tell a lot of people, I don't go to church all the time. But I tell you what, but I'm with God every day. You and I have betcha. my special time with him. My special time with him every day. He's always with me all day. As a matter of fact, my 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 phone is set to 3.08. My birthday is August 3rd. Oh. About 8 o'clock at night, I don't know what I'm doing, but 3 o'clock at, in the daytime, 3.08 is when my alarm goes off, and that's my, my special time to say thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Absolutely. You know, for all my blessings, just thank you. Thank you, Father. That's yeah. my extra other time to dedicate to him and I've been doing it now for a few years and a lot of my friends said why is your phone going off and I told them so they started doing it too ah. except their birthday just, that, just to put that extra one in there thank you Lord absolutely you know. That, that was like during the pandemic, yeah. during the lockdown. I, of course, I, as a writer, I would say, "Where are you, God? Where are you, God?" And then I heard it in my heart. He goes, "I'm mm-hmm. here. Where are you?" You know, it's like it's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. right. It would be yep. me that was missing. Oh yeah, I prayed. I prayed a lot too. I prayed and and I got back there in that closet and we did those proud families and I recorded from home, you know. Yep. And uh, but thank God, thank God for my daughter and my grandbaby. They could go out and shop for me and you know me and my husband do whatever needed to be done. And I went. I know they were missing me real bad the first two weeks. And because uh, my grand my granddaughter she Jones she has that Jones for me, you know, because we do so many things together. And so uh, she said uh, I went by the house. I went to go get my meds. And so I stopped by, I said, let me stop by there and see them. So I stopped by, and they were all excited. I said, Grandma! They were all happy. I said, I can't stay long. I'm going home. <laughs> so they said, well, stay a little while. So I did. That was on a Sunday. So that Monday, I heard a knock on my door. So I said, uh, no, no. They, they called me and said, Grandma, can we come over? And I said, no. So she said, well, hi, Grandma. I said, no, you guys not going to come over here and kill me. It's your COVID. <laughs> my daughter said, you tell your grandma we don't have no darn COVID. We're coming over anyway. <laughs> oh, you've got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. 
Well, God, thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate it. God bless your energy. I am so proud that God is working through you. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you one day, okay? You bet. You be brilliant today. Thank you, Errol. All right. Bye-bye.